Let's go. Okay. Hey, dude. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Brain Dump Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Walker, with the Rock Solid Gym Method that includes courses, journals, one-on-one coaching, and oh, so much more. Here, we like to talk about food, fitness, body image, and realizing that you can actually be healthy. You can achieve all of your goals without needing to wait until you have accomplished X, Y, and Z, have the body of your dreams, and have suffered enough in order to be good enough. So, We're going to dive into all of that, and today, especially because I want to talk about how to treat yourself like you're sick. Now, a few years ago, I made a post. See, if I was was on top of it, I would have had the post pulled up, but I made a post on treat yourself like you're sick this year, and this was before COVID was a thing, so like I was way ahead of it, and if only I had stuck it out, ugh things would be so much different. And I think I would have helped a lot more people, but we can't look at the past. Okay. (laughs) But it was treat yourself like you're sick because when you're sick, you take days off, you listen to your body, you rest, you drink your water, you drink orange juice, you get your fruits and vegetables in, you find all the possible ways to stay hydrated, to get in your micronutrients, your fruits and vegetables, to eat whole, to eat clean, to actually take a step back and do whatever it's going to take to heal your body rather than putting it on the back burner. And a lot of times we do that because we need to get back to work. Our list is going over, like our list is just growing and growing and growing and we cannot stop. And like for all the bad reasons, rather than just, I want to be healthy and I want to feel good again. So for me, I never like put this at the forefront because I didn't think it was that important in my work, but I... I say this to all of my clients in all of my courses. I want your worst day to still be a stable and healthy baseline of health, to be healthier than the average human being, that something you can fall back on, whether you are sick, whether you are going through a crisis, whether you are dealing with a anxious or depressive episode, whether you are going through a lot I want you to have a solid baseline of treat yourself like you're sick in order to get through it. Because when you are taking care of yourself on a full, whole, healthy level, it is a lot easier to get through it. I'm not saying that it's like the best thing ever and it's so easy, but it helps you so much. Because when your body is physically healthy, you're going to think through things a lot better. You're going to take care of yourself. You're actually going to give yourself the support and the rest and the time that it needs in order to be and get healthy and in order to get you through a hardship, a hard time, a hard moment, a hard chapter, (laughs) rather than like up and down cycling through just digging into cravings and comfort foods. So what I wanted to do, I was going to make this like a mini seven day course, but like that's I don't want to do that. So you're just getting in on a free podcast. Here you go. (laughs) Instead of paying like 25 or 50 bucks, whatever. So here's a digestible way of going about how to treat yourself like you're sick, six days to health. So number one is intention setting. I think for everything that I do, whether it's a course, whether it's a journal, whether it's one-on-one coaching, whether it's anything, talking to somebody, we need to set your intentions. And This can be hard if you're trying to figure things out, but really the intention is what do you want to get out of this? What are you hoping to get out of this? So if you're going into the seven days or the seven steps to getting help, like to treat yourself like you're sick and 
seven steps to health. Like, what is the intention? What is the end goal? Out of all those things that I said, like, what what do you want? Do you want that healthy baseline? Do you want to actually take care of yourself? Do you want to take the time for yourself? Do you actually want to see what's possible? Do you actually want to have a healthy balance and to know when it's getting out of control and when to ask for help or when to take it a next step further or when to catch yourself before you fall? Like, What is the intention of stepping into this? Why do you actually want to get healthy now? I remember I put off like actually dealing with the fact and coming to terms with I had an eating disorder that I was not viewing fitness in a good way that I was not viewing myself in a good way even though I had initially started all of this out to be the healthiest version of myself it got really bad it got really dark and I pushed off actually getting healthy until I like lost the weight until I stepped on stage I had that end goal of excellence and of and of achievement and of I'm finally good enough I actually can be a scene and perceived as enough and then I can actually get healthy it was like when I was in college and I was like I can't wait to be done with college so I can actually start learning and the moment and the day that that actually sunk in and it wasn't just like ah, ha, ha, ha. like ha, 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 I have a lot of dark demons ha, ha, ha. wait what no like ha, ha, ha. I actually like I'm not learning anything at college and it really sucks and it's like putting me through a lot so <laughs> I can't wait till I'm done so I can actually like have a life and start learning that's not funny that's actually a problem if I can't wait to be done with college to actually start learning, if the degree that I finally had, like at the end of it, my degree was just a build your own major. It wasn't going to get me anywhere. It wasn't going to get me anything. All that I wanted to do was something I could do on my own with courses, with trainings, with certifications, with things like that, with time, with time and learned experience and being able to communicate that to people. Like, what is the intention with this? Do you actually want to get healthy? Do you actually want to take the time in order to do this? Like, this is a seven-step or seven-day thing, but this is stuff that you are going to need to implement consistently moving forward. Health does not change overnight when you've had a lifetime of viewing and thinking and doing it a certain way. It takes time. So what do you actually want life to look like? At the end of it, dream life, dream goal, accomplished it all. How do you want to feel? I just wanted the weight of numbers and perfection to be gone. I wanted to be like everyone that I saw online that could just eat whatever they want. You know, the lucky ones that were born with the healthy metabolism that could just do whatever they wanted. Like they picked up a weight and then all of a sudden they were picking up like 10 times the weight and they looked great and they could eat whatever they wanted, but they also kind of had like a little bit of a healthy balance, but like it was so much food and I could only have like a cup of it <laughs> compared to eight. I wanted a healthy life where I didn't fear food, where fitness was actually my therapy again and it wasn't punishment for what I had done wrong. I actually liked what I saw in the mirror and not just when I was tucking and pulling and turning and twisting in a way that made it look good for two seconds, if that, for a snapshot and then questioned every move I made in the real world. What is the intention with all this? So step one, write it down, be honest. Step two, 
This is basically a brief breakdown of my cutting cravings in three days, which is a free training, which I encourage everybody to go and try. It's fantastic. And I have everybody in my courses and one-on-one and anything do that first. It is fantastic. It is a great starting point. But basically we start off with cravings. So when we are healthy, when we are when we are healthy, when we are sick, when we are going through a hard time, when we are uncomfortable, we, I need to be right back. <laughs> Sorry, it was getting dark and I needed to bring the flag in before I forgot and it got too dark. Um, you're not supposed to leave the flag out in the dark, found out, so realized, haha. So, um, day one, we talk about cravings or step two, basically day one of the craving thing is we talk about it because when we are in that uncomfortable situation, we want to turn to food for a coping mechanism, for something that can kind of numb us out, can kind of take our mind away from it, and we can just enjoy it. So the stereotypical things of like mac and cheese and chicken nuggets and tacos and fast food burgers and anything that is cheap and easy, usually processed, usually hiring calories, all that kind of stuff. Because when we are going through stress, you've heard me time and time again, I will never stop saying this. When we are going through stress, our body does not understand the difference between life and death stress and just processing emotions, okay? It is all the same. So life and death means dying and your body's only focus and only goal is to keep you alive. It is fantastic until you are not in a life or death situation and you have an abundance of food around you and that you are in under chronic stress. It's not going to help you, okay? De-stressing is the main thing everybody needs to do because we are holding on to unnecessary stress and opinions and fears and thoughts from other people that are outside of us that are none of our business. So in order to understand all of that, we need to actually eat those craving foods because our body's trying to tell us what's going on, okay? And when we numb that out with food, we don't actually address the problem. That's why I have an issue with um, like healthy snacks or like high protein snacks or your craving foods, but in a healthier way because it's just putting a band-aid on the problem. It's not actually addressing the issue. You can have full access to everything that you crave, that you feel out of control in, and have control around it, and be able to say no because you've addressed the problem. So step two is actually eating the food, okay? Eating the food, going and getting what it is that you want, eating it, digesting it, and having no shame or emotions attached to it, okay? You're craving the food, you eat the food. You eat the food until your heart is content, okay? And that is basically step two, is understanding how your body is responding afterwards. <coughs> oh, no, I got the hiccups. So what we need to do once you have eaten the food is step three. Just a second. I'm so sorry. I need to chill out. <laughs> step three is then identifying how you feel after you eat those foods. Because your body tells you a lot. You just need to start deciphering exactly what it means. So... It's going to crave higher calorie food because that is easy to store fat or like digest and store away as fat and fat means survival. So you're going to choose high sugar food, high fat foods, high 
like carb, zero fiber foods because it's easy to digest. It goes through the system quick and your body can easily turn it into fat and store it away for the winter, for the famine, for the time where you could possibly die. Okay. But that never comes because you always have an abundance of food and you never actually address the stress and address the problem and address the life or death situation. So once you've eaten the foods, it can also mean if you are under eating and you're constantly craving those things, it's your body trying to find the other nutrients that it needs. So like the micronutrients, the things that come in like fruits and vegetables, the fats possibly, depending on what diet you're looking at, the protein, depending on what diet you're looking at, the carbs, depending on what diet you're looking at. So it's never going to be satisfied until it eats an abundance of food trying to find exactly what it's looking for. So if you eat the foods that you are craving and you're satisfied, it might just be your body trying to find it or you feel full but still empty and lacking. We need to decipher if it's an actual physical body want and crave and that's it's looking for those other nutrients that it's not getting in your current diet and that's what it wants or it's bored or you are just numbing out, okay? This does take time. It does take figuring out. And little drop, this is where having a one-on-one coach that actually can support you through this and be an outside perspective that has gone through it, this is where like I come in handy. (laughs) This is where my courses come in handy because I understand and I've done it. But one-on-one, We're able to fast track it because I'm able to help you figure out exactly what that looks like, okay? All of this you can do on your own. Just working with somebody or working through something makes it a lot easier, okay? So you need to decipher exactly what it is that is going on, that your body is trying to tell you, okay? And with that information is step four, And that's moving forward and what your goals are for health. So we've identified what you want your life to look like. We've identified your cravings or your comfort foods. We've identified exactly how your body reacts to it. Is it trying to look for nutrients? Is it trying to cope with the issue and trying to numb out and not actually deal with it? And both all require more work. But step four is... Okay, based on how you feel, did that food satisfy you? Yes, fantastic. You might just need to eat more food or decipher exactly what that was. Was it a higher fat food? Do you need more fat in your diet? Was it a higher sugar food? Do you need more fruit in your diet? Was it just like a meal in general? Do you need to add more existing calories to your diet? Maybe. If it wasn't and you just and you're full but you feel kind of empty still, like emotionally, personally, mentally, well then it's addressing what's actually going on. And this can be work as well, is deciphering it. Sometimes it's a lot more complex and sometimes it's a lot more simple, but it is addressing and looking at it. So moving forward, 
you know how your body is reacting, how you best need to do this. And this takes time. This is why my food experiment is a month long because it's a month of living life and not waiting until life is perfect, but dealing with life now. Because if you can understand how your body reacts and what it needs and how it responds best to certain foods now when life is hard and things are difficult and confusing and you don't have the time or energy for it, it's going to make when life is good and easy and flexible and abundant so much easier. Don't wait until you can live in a perfect little bubble in order to make change because then it's never going to be sustainable. You are always going to constantly need that little bubble of perfection in order to live your life. So by being able to live outside of that and figure it out in the crap and in the mush of not happy, it is going to make life so much easier when you get out of it. And that will be your baseline. Easy. You've got the baseline. You can build up from there so much more. So that's where we go. So if that is, so it's not just like step four or day four, you have this all figured out. This is going to take time, but these are the steps that it takes you start to decipher what foods actually work best for you and what foods are going to support you. So if they make you feel good, they make you feel happy, they make you feel healthy. And this can be like vitamins too. We de- we definitely underestimate different vitamins that are out there that can actually help you. So looking into that and taking accountability and taking action and responsibility for your life. Do a little bit of digging because I guarantee you, When you find it yourself or you have somebody else that explains things to you in a way that actually makes sense for you, this is why I couldn't wait to start learning once I left college. You are going to retain that information so much better. If you're able to, one, find it for yourself and two, implement it yourself and see results in your life, you are going to be able to relay that information to others so much easier. You're going to be able to stick with that and know that it does work because you have those results and it's not just somebody telling you that this is what works, this is how you're going to feel and that's okay. You've dissected it and made it work for you. It's fantastic. Keep doing it. It's going to take time, but it's just like when you go to a grocery store and you are finding healthy foods for the first time or you are finding like your staples. That first time in the grocery store is going to suck because it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of effort. But guess what? Then you have those staple foods and it's a quick in and out and you don't have to question it anymore. Put in the work now so it's easier moving forward. So when I got when I get sick, I have my like maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, depending on how much stress I let overtake my life. When I'm going through a bad time, I can make that sickness so much shorter now where it's not something that lasts for weeks as in plural (laughs) to something that can last a couple of days. Do I have a like month long cough? Yes, I do. Haven't figured that one out yet. But I'm able to understand exactly what I need to focus on more on my like physical self. And this is also like taking a step back from the gym, like understanding exactly how much exertion you can do in order to consist to continue going to the gym if you need to. Or to also do the other really hard part of giving yourself some space and time, okay? To take a step back and actually allow your body to rest and heal up. Because guess what? It does get better when it rests and has time to just exist. 
So take a step back and allow yourself to do that as well. But figuring out how your body responds to certain foods is going to benefit it because then it's going to be nourished on that level. Now on a psychological level, you need to start nourishing yourself as well. So taking initiative and um, healthy early. Oh my gosh, I hate my writing. Why did I write it like that? I don't have my phone by me either. So just taking initiative, basically what I was saying. Do the work and put it in now so you know exactly what's going to work best for you. I kind of just shortened I just dove through all of them. I mushed it all together. I forgot to look at it and slow down. I, I just did this rant. <laughs> Moving forward and your goals for health, taking initiative for your health and starting early starting I have no idea what it says god dang it shortening your sickness getting through that slump and then finally taking care of yourself moving forward so this is something that you don't just do when you are sick you're probably going to hyper focus on it a little bit more but you also know if you do this stuff consistently it's going to be so much better for you so this is like I don't know if I've done a podcast on this. I don't know if I've written about it. I feel like it just exists in my head. This is knowing the difference. Like, I'll explain it as for the gym. This is knowing the difference between do I take a day off or do I just want to take a day off and I'm lazy. Did I say this last week? I feel like I said this last week. Listen to last week's podcast. What was it about? What did I talk about before? What did I do? I don't remember what it's called. No. God dang it. I don't remember. Whatever that last podcast was called. 111. Whatever 111 was called. The difference is knowing if you are going to, um, if you want to take time off or if your body needs to take time off. So am I just being lazy or do I actually need a break? And I look at it and explain it as this. If I physically and mentally feel okay, but I would rather do it another day or I'm tired and I'd like to sleep in, then I go. Then I go to the gym because I know I just need to get back into it or I need to try it and challenge myself and get that a little bit of discomfort in. But if I know that I could push myself, I could make myself do it, I know I'm going to be uncomfortable. I know it's going to be a bad time. I know I could, like, I, the gym has always been my therapy. And there are some days where it is literally a mental therapy session that I want to cry and break down at. And it is everything in my existence and in my person at that moment to not fully break down, to take a step back, to humble myself and to just get through. And it's a fine line. It's a weird balance. But it's something that is hard to vocalize for me. And maybe one day I'll be better at explaining it. And maybe it's just talking through it right now. But it is just an inner knowing of, I know this is going to be good for me. I know I'm going to be happy going to the gym. I just don't want to right now. I could take the day off and that's totally fine and that's totally valid. Or I could just go to the gym and know that it's just going to be a day and get through it. Or, like, 
is it close to my period and I know that I'm going to be uncomfortable and if I toe the line just a little bit too much, I'm going to get sick and like be so uncomfortable and just want to cry all day long. Or just I'm feeling really run down and I would like another day off. And knowing the difference and being okay with it. It's the balance of giving yourself grace, but also forcing, but also pushing yourself to do it. It's not even forced because it's all a choice. It's all a choice. Like I can't listen to motivational videos anymore. You can't guilt me into doing it because I will do the opposite out of spite because I have lost myself to other people's opinions and thoughts and what they say works best and what I should be doing for so long that the moment somebody gives their opinion too strongly, what I feel like, I automatically will push away. I will stand my ground and push back or I will entirely leave because it's not worth it to me. I will be that stubborn. I will be that unnecessary. But it's what works best for you. And this is something that takes time. It is hard. It is hard to pull yourself back when all you know is go, 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 or you have an identity in something. And you've only known it one way. And you're terrified of anything else. It is hard. But it is work. It is work and it is totally doable. And it starts with these. So listen back again if you need to. But it's setting your intentions. What do you actually want? It's understanding your cravings. It's eating the food for one. And then two, understanding and dissecting how you are feeling and how you are reacting. With that information, you move forward and you set your goals on what your health is. So you set your intention with what foods work best for your body and make you feel the best, both physically and mentally. But this can also go with fitness. What fitness is the best for you? What makes you feel the best? What leaves you with the least amount of stress? What leads you towards goals that you want? Whether it is entering a competition or whether it is just existing. For me, I want to be my best version of an athlete. What that looks like, it looks like me being able to say yes. It looks like me being able to take on a challenge. It looks like me being able to do it, even if it's hard, even if I need to swallow my pride, even if I am at the very end of the line. Even if I come in last place, at least I am trying, whereas I wouldn't have before. Will I ever enter any kind of competition? Who knows? Maybe. But if I feel any kind of pressure, I pull back because I lost myself for far too long to allow that to happen, even slightly, even as a question. So it's understanding the cravings with food and with fitness, with both, because they can both be detrimental and they can both be positive. They can tell you a lot once you actually dissect, take a step back, and listen to what your body could possibly want. From there, it's moving forward and setting those goals. It's taking initiative with your health. What did you learn? What do you want moving forward? And what's going to work best for you? Start early. Set the intention now. It's shortening your sickness, getting out of a slump, getting out of an anxious moment, an anxious tailspin, a depressed season. 
It's taking initiative and deciding, I'm not going to settle for this anymore. I don't care what it takes. I'm tired of it. I'm going to work through this. Even if it's hard, even if I don't know the exact steps, but I don't want to be here anymore. It's just deciding. Even if you don't know the next steps, you're going to figure it out. You're going to allow space and allow openness and allow potential and possibility to be there, to come in. This is too listening to your body. Something will come to you when you take the pressure off and allow yourself space. It may take a moment. It may take a week. It may take a month. But give yourself space and just do what feels best for you. Because when it comes down to it, you do want to be a healthy and fit person. And you can't do it wrong. You can't do it wrong. You can't. I know you're afraid that you will because you've had to follow rules and follow what everyone else has said for so long. But you can't do it wrong. You can't be the best version of yourself wrong unless you're listening to what other people say and then finally it's taking care of yourself moving forward it's setting this as the minimum standard the bare minimum the bare minimum is taking care of yourself is eating right is moving how you best feel giving yourself grace but also knowing when it's when enough is enough. But only you can do that. Don't listen and look at other people's transformations and other people's stories as what you need to be doing. Take it from me, it doesn't work. You do not need a rags to riches story. You can just have like a richest story. You can just have things go well. You can just be healthy. You can just get out of it. You can just move forward. You don't need to keep sabotaging your life. You don't need to keep getting sick. You don't need to keep struggling. You can be happy with where you're at and see what other potential is out there. You can just ride the wave of life is good without knowing where the wave is going, without having another intention, without seeing another one, or like looking for what the rest of the day is going to bring. It can just be happy for now. And that's plenty. That is so good enough. Okay. So now from here, you can take those steps. If you want to focus more specifically, here's how I can help specifics. My food experiment. This is a month-long journal. If you want the course to go with it, it takes you step-by-step by how I intentionally wanted this journal to be done. It does not need to be perfect. None of my courses are for perfection. They are not to be day-to-day, not missing a beat, anything like that. Same with my journals. I've skipped entire weeks and gone back and been like, you know what? It was rough. What can I still learn from it? What can I still pick from it? You get a lot from it. They're all... All of my journals are physical copies. There are no digitals because there is great power and understanding and freedom in taking everything that's rolling around in your head and putting it on a physical piece of paper so it can't spiral anymore. That's why I wanted it to be a physical copy. So the course is digital, but the journal is physical. Food experiment, if 
you've done tracking, weighing, counting, calculating specifics for so long and you can't do that anymore, you don't want to, you know it's not okay for you, but you still want to find out what works best for you, kind of like intuitive eating, but you want some structure, that's what that journal does. It breaks it down exactly. It's what I do when I'm going through a rough patch. You get lifetime access to it if you get the course. Movement experiment. If you are trying to redefine, look at other ways and change fitness to movement because there's so many more options out there and there's so much more flexibility to it rather than it needing to have the right lighting, setup, rotation, people, equipments, bands, ropes, cable machines, extra equipment, layout, down to like gym clothing, sports bra, the right underwear, socks without holes, making sure everything is the best every single time. It takes that away and actually allows you and forces you to look at it as a whole. Again, the course to go with it. 59 days to habit change is my go-to. I get it once to twice a year. Again, doesn't need to be perfect. My beginning program, which just encompasses it all, food, fitness, body image, de-stressing, reevaluating everything, and coming to terms and actually healing, that is an all-in-one deep dive. And like I said before, if you are just done going it alone and you want that one-on-one support, you want somebody that can dive deep with you, call you out, address things in real time as they come up, and just fast track this because everybody that I have seen go through this outside looking in, this is a year, if not more, long process because it's a lot to deal with. This isn't just about eating the right foods and working out consistently enough. There is a lot that goes into it that has brought you to this moment. And if you are ready to heal with it and work through it, and I'm the person that you want to do that with, let me know. I have one-on-one spots open. It is a big investment into yourself, but it is one that is beyond worth it. And we're going to get through it a lot quicker and a lot better and a lot deeper than if you continue to just go out your own, on your own. Go it alone. But all of these are fantastic. It just depends on where you're at, what you want to focus on, and what you want to do. But as always, thank you so much for tuning in. That is all I have for you. I have an entire bucket list of other podcasts to go into, but this is a big one and a long one too. So thank you for tuning in. It is going to get better. It does get better. And I promise you, if you work through this, take the free cutting cravings in three days. That's a great one. It's going to explain things a little bit more, but start with this so that your baseline is healthier than everyone else. And you can actually take care of yourself as you are going through a rough patch, whether it is physical sickness or a mental breakdown. It does help a lot. So thank you for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Bye-bye.